Good morning and welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Jeff Lagerman and we've got a full house in studio as we approach the, uh, the holiday season. Last week I had to take a little time off to spend in the woods and it was very good, I might say. Good Successful. for you. Yes, it wasn't for me personally, but, uh, oh. my, uh, my, my brother-in-law tagged along and you guys know McDuffie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Brian, the yep. famous Brian the, McDuffie. The, the fra- famous Brian McDuffie and, and his son Matt. And, um, Matt is, uh, I believe 10 years old and has never shot a deer. Mm-hmm. And last year had a great opportunity at a, I think it was a little eight point buck and, and, and he got a shot and, and, uh, we saw some hair. But nothing else, you know, right. no blood, and and we worked hard to to see if we could find it. We didn't right. find any sign, and if you oh, don't have man. sign, you just you know, it's, his heart was broken. Oh, bummer. And uh, and it was kind of slow last year when we went, and so this year we go back, and there's a stand that uh, his, that I have uh, on the property that's been hunted a little bit, but not too much. And you know, sometimes things just happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody gets a turn. You know, everybody gets a turn, and the first morning out of the gate, they're in the stand for maybe, you know, 20 minutes. Are they sitting together? Yeah, sitting yeah, together. Okay, good. In, in in a stand that you know I built, but actually it's a it's a it's a permanent stand that I built on a pallet. Mm-hmm. So you could take the front end loader and stick the the forks under it and move it wherever you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And uh, they're sitting in this stand, and 20 minutes after daylight, 30 yards away from the stand. <laughs> An eight point steps out. Nice. And it's a, it's a, it's a nice buck. I mean, it's a good buck for anybody, but I mean, for, for a 10 year old kid. Mm. Oh, that's a buff of a lifetime. And his first deer ever. And the thing steps out in the road and it just stands there and <laughs> looks around, standing broadside going, Shoot I'm me. right here for you. <laughs> Shoot me. And he makes a great shot at 30 yards. Wow. And, you know, we, <clears throat> the deer, you know, as a, as a, I guess you could say a, a landowner, land manager, land manager. You know, you you want kids to be able to take anything that they want. Yeah, especially absolutely. for their first one. You absolutely. don't care if it's right. you know four years old or five years old or three years old. You don't care. Right I'm with you. But when he takes one, in the back of your mind and in your heart, you're hoping that it's one of these deer that's not going to be a future super stud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though you're happy, you're. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand exactly you what, what you mean. Saying. Yeah, oh, I know exactly what you mean. And this deer, it was uh, an eight point, you know, uh, decent times, but kind of short, and they're a little chipped up. And on the leg, it's got a, uh, uh, looks like an old break. You know, it had a almost a baseball size calcium growth on a bone. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think of is that this was an old, you know, break of some kind, and it was the perfect deer. 
to have a young man take because it was a nice eight point, almost a call buck, but it was a call like a yeah. call type of buck, and so we, I mean, what a celebration! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Love you know? those celebrations. Doug, those are perfect. Yeah. And, and give so, him a little bloodletting and all oh, that. Oh yeah, really? in, in the field, my, my MacDuffie got it to him, you know, right in the field and <laughs> painted him and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, and then they get <laughs> they track it for a little while, and they got good blood, and they're like, all right, let's you know, let's just let him be. They get back in the stand, and uh, and my brother-in-law, who hasn't shot a deer in, gosh, I think the last time he got a deer was way back when I was hunting with Mr. Bill in South Georgia. Really? Back in oh six, four, oh five, oh two, or oh three. Wow. wow, wow, that's poke. And you know, they get back in the stand, and thirty minutes later, after that, two does step out. You know, and I told Brian, I said, you know, you need deer meat, right? He goes, oh, yeah. And I said, you know. Have at it. Have at the nose. Yeah, because I, I know that I <clears throat> I had gotten a text from Jeff because I was curious what they were doing. I go, <laughs> I was like, uh, are you seeing anything? He goes, no, but McDuffie and his son are lighting it up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, oh, uh, the boys, they ain't been hunting in a while. And if it's if it's brown, it's down, brother. And, then, and hey. so I said, text me later, and he sends me these great pictures of the buck that the kid killed, and and a McDuffie, and oh, it was classic, it was yeah. awesome. It was you know perfect morning because you know, it was me and Dylan were in one stand, and and McDuffie and his son Matt are in one stand, and they ended up getting Matt his first year ever the eight point. Brian gets a really nice doe, mm-hmm. uh, and then they had a coyote come out. <clears throat> swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and McDuffie said, biggest coyote he's ever seen. Wow. And, uh, and then me and Dylan are on the stand and, you know, Dylan's got, got deer already. So, you know, he's, he's, you know, for, for him, it's does or mature buck, mature bucks, mm-hmm. you know, back to the adult rule, yep. you know, after, you know, kid kills one. And, and so anyway, uh, we're sitting on the stand and got, you know, two beautiful deer out in front of us. One's an eight, one's a six, you know, but they're young. Mm hmm. And then, uh, you know, weren't seeing any does at all. And the next thing you know, I see a doe back in the woods on this, you know, power line and, and it's kind of staying back in the woods and it's, <laughs> it, it's been shot at before. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so. I think we had some carbon flung yeah, at it, you know, you know, you know around, around Thanksgiving, you know, in our part of the world, you know, the rut is kind of still going on and kind of wrapping up and them does, they just, man, they're just, they're spooky. Yeah, they yeah. are. You know, yeah. and it's not because of so much the hunting pressure, although that I'm sure has something to do with it, but more so because they've been harassed for weeks mm-hmm. by the deer, by the bucks. You know, mm-hmm. the, the boys are just running them ragged. Yeah. And this thing is just on pins and needles. You can see it back in the woods, you know, and, and it was probably about 75 yards away when I, when I saw her. And then she kind of paralleled the power line. And then she, when she stepped out, she was 140 yards away, 130 yards away. And then mm-hmm. when she got out, she actually started quartering away and uh and i had uh dylan ready to go and shoot she she ended up working away and i was like boy this is a long way shot long shot for an 11 year old and so my thinking is well he's pretty good at the range he practices a lot you know let him take it and if I told he misses him, he misses yeah if he misses he misses yeah. i said you know go ahead and he shoots and i'm i got the you know the binox on on the doe when he shoots and the deer never reacted like it was hit ever. I mean, it, it literally turned and ran away and then took a sharp left out of the power line. And then it just kind of disappeared. And I was like, oh, Dylan, you missed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I had it right on and I had it right on. And I'm like, nah, I think you missed. I said, that thing just didn't react. Right. <laughs> so brother James is across the way from us, almost directly, you know, 
uh, in the direction we're shooting, but it's not dangerous. Right. You know, I mean, it's not pointed at him. It's, you know, he's 400 yards away. Yeah. I text, text James and I said, uh, Dylan shot at a doe, think he missed. And all of a sudden I get a reply back, not a miss, dead deer. He heard the bullet hit. Really? Yeah, he heard the bullet wow. hit. Wow. And so, you know, we stayed on the stand for a little while longer, hoping for another opportunity at a doe for <clears throat> me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Dad's ready to shoot. <laughs> yeah. All that all going on. Your blood pressure's up. You're going, I need one too. Yep. And so it was, it was, it was perfect. We, uh, uh, you know, about 11 o'clock, you know, we get down and we go down there and I don't see any blood. I'm like, James is wrong. It must have hit something else, you know, and, and I said, well, let me turn in the woods where I thought the doe went because mm-hmm. there was no blood anywhere in the power line. Right. And, uh, I stepped in the woods 25 yards and thought, thought I saw something on the ground that looked like a log. And I said, that might not be a log. You know, I'm getting kind of bad with my eyes these days and knowing my glasses on and threw the binox up and there she lay. <laughs> nice. Perfect shot right behind, quartered away, right? Remember I said yep. she was quartered away yep. right behind the last rib came out right behind the shoulder on the opposite side. Dead deer. Dead deer. Dead deer. So we drag it out to the pylon. Now we're walking back. Wait, 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 wait. So, so Dylan's reaction was, I told you so, Dad. I told you, yeah, Dad. I told, yeah, because when, when Colt shot his first buck when he was nine. Right. I mean, you know, it, same reaction, Jeff, from, from the buck. I mean, and, and he was only 40 yards, you know, and, and, and I'm laughing at him. I'm like, dude, you, you just missed. I mean, completely because this deer had, no reaction whatsoever. I mean, shoot, he was shooting my 270 in the mm-hmm. 40 yards. You're thinking if he shoots him behind the shoulder, oh, that's going to freak. He's, yeah. And, and, and he's, and he said the same thing. Dad, listen, I had it right on him, you know, and, uh, you know, the, 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 I got to get down. I got to get down. Okay. Well, give me the gun, get down. And I said, what you missed? I said, so get back in the stand. And he goes over there and he goes, dad, there's blood everywhere. I told you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we went literally 50 yards and found the deer, there you know, is, so those kids can shoot. Oh, man. they can shoot. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and he, when he shot, you know, it's, it's a little shooting house. And so he's got front rest on the front. Right. And on the back, there's really not a rest, but I mean, a wonderful shot. And we drag it out to the road and we start walking back to camp, you know, to get a vehicle loaded up in. And as soon as we crest the hill to go to camp, there's another one. There's McDuffie and Matt. Oh, Ooh. okay. And, uh, I'm like, Hey, what, what y'all do? All that shooting going on over there. Oh man. And I said, well, where's the, you know, we got the little golf cart, you know, that's where we put the deer in. And he's, well, we got it kind of full of deer. We didn't want to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> like cordwood, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. So we went back and, you know, we, we unloaded, uh, Matt's eight point and Brian's dough. And then we went down and me and Brian loaded up the dough in the back of the golf cart. And we had a, a wonderful picture. I'll show it to you in a minute, Kirk, of, cool. of you know, the, the two boys and, and Mac Duffy lined up with the three deer and, and what a shot, yeah. you know, nice. it was great. Great so, shot. I've seen it. You know, and Brian's got a, he's going to get the deer mounted, you know, first deer ever. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll be, well, Matt's not listening. I hope, uh, his Christmas present, a nice, uh, nice mount for yeah. his first deer ever. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. Man, that's a cool thing about, uh, family and, and Thanksgiving. You know, you always kind of create certain traditions and, and our tradition is to have Thanksgiving at, at Brian's pole barn, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody kind of brings plates. And then after we get done eating the, you, you know, the, you the boys, go, we, we head to the woods. Pile up and just like go and watch TV to watch football. You just go yeah, to the woods instead. Right. Isn't that great? That's, that's awesome. good stuff. That's real good stuff. So good week. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. A good week. All right. So, uh, uh, did you guys hit the woods this week? I did. We haven't even talked all week. I, I did. 
I did. It was it was quiet where I, we I, were at. I mean, nobody knows. I kind of played hooky, but yeah. I mean, I I couldn't stand it seriously because Jeff, I know you and I talked a lot last week. Kirk, you and I talked, you know, and, and for Thanksgiving week, that Thursday and Friday, Thanksgiving Day and Friday um, were magical. I mean, for for our part of the woods, the the the, the morning weather was absolutely perfect. You know, I've always said thirty five degrees mm-hmm. is 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 just a perfect temperature for for our neck of the woods. But then, you know, looking at the weekend coming up, Jeff, it, which I was going to do the radio show and go back up, it just turned warm. And and uh, so I, I looked at the weather forecast. I said, you know, Wednesday, cool front coming in. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday and Thursday look pretty good. So I, I slid out on Tuesday afternoon and hunted Tuesday afternoon and, and all day Wednesday and Thursday morning. And um, honestly, it was it was pretty slow uh, except for Thursday morning. I, I got covered up with those. I mean, just just absolutely covered up with those. Salt, you know, ten, ten does down in the swamp, and, and uh, no, 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 nothing with them. Yeah, nothing, hmm. no, no bucks. No, never, never saw a buck this weekend hmm. or huh. this week. You know, so it you was, know, it was it, fun it, though. It's kind of amazing in that uh, you know, at my house, uh, the, the acorns are just, I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same thing at my house at the beach. Yeah, I mean, the live oak right next to my house, just dropping them all in the boat, mm-hmm. all over the side yard. Oh, just, just, just. Acorns everywhere, and I think that uh, that has something to do with kind of the, some of the deer sightings, you know, that we're having this year. You know, we didn't know whether we we're going to have a pretty good acorn crop. Now, all of a sudden, you got acorns everywhere. You know, in the southeast, you know, you get acorns, and you're going to have deer. Yeah, you got you're going to have deer all up in the bottoms, and you know, you you hunt a lot of times. You know, hunt food plots, or you hunt trails and stuff that are on the hills, and all of a sudden, you're going, "How come I'm not seeing anything?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the heck. Deer, find food. deer walk through a food plot all day long and go eat acorns. Absolutely. Yep. Any day of the week. All right, when we come back, mm-hmm. you know, here we are in the holiday season, as I mentioned before. And we did a little bit of talk about Christmas gift ideas. I want some of your guys' uh, gift ideas for the holidays. You know, our, our good friend Bob McNally, the, yes. the author, uh, writer, uh, is putting an article together for our local newspaper about holiday gift ideas. We're going to do our own right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Uh, stick with us. Me, Jeff Logman, Kevin Faber, Kirk Walt. Be right back. As a deer hunter, I think this happens to us all. You're sitting in your stand and you catch a glimpse of a huge buck. It happens to be the same buck that fills your dreams and your trail cameras. When you saw him during bow season, he was just out of reach. During gun, he was chasing a doe and moving too fast. You've done everything possible to take this buck. You've moved stands, moved trail cameras. You've taken time off work you shouldn't have. You even missed your niece's wedding. This buck consumes your thoughts. As a matter of fact, there's times when your wife is talking to you, and even though you're looking right at her and shaking your head, you're thinking, man, I wish I had to move that stand on the creek bottom and not on that food plot. You hunt day after day, pass up deer after deer, and then it happens. The last day of deer season goes by, and you still have a tag in your pocket. During turkey season, you find his sheds, and your spirits soar. Starting about August, you put out your trail cameras. About two weeks into it, you finally get a picture of him. He is alive and still around. You look at that picture, and you say game on. If this has ever happened to you, you need to be a part of Hunt Life. Visit HuntLife.com. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new breakup infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequal effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at MossyOak.com. Break up infinity from Mossy Oak. 
It's not a passion, it's an obsession. Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them. My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket propelled grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the Wounded Warrior Project since 2007. They don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay. Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org. Welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. All right, we're talking about Christmas gift ideas, and uh, I think that uh, two weeks ago we, we kind of touched on this a little bit. And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the things that uh, it all kind of runs together, I can't remember if we talked about it uh, during, during this show <laughs> or if we talked it during our local show. But anyway, the, uh, the, the, the one thing that we all love, uh, especially since the price point has come down, is the Primo's Trigger Sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- around thirty thirty five dollars, I think, is what you can get them at a lot of the academy sports stores and other other type of stores. Uh, and they've got an application not only when you're on a stand, uh, whether it be a permanent climb or anything, because you can actually support your gun to wherever you want to, and it's so quick to adjust it. You know, the old yeah. shooting sticks used to be turn the bottom of it, unlock it, slide it down, and then relock it, and then it took a while. And if you had a deer, you know, your opportunities. And the windows are so small, you don't have time to do all that. Mm-hmm. And they actually make a couple of different varieties. I've got a browning that's made out of heavy gauge plastic, and then I've got a Primo's that's made out of like uh, aluminum. aircraft aluminum. Mm-hmm. And basically, all it is is a little open clip. You slide it down, and then you clip it shut. And I like that one the best. Hey, one, one, one other thing, not to change the subject, but one thing that I got this year from from Primo's that is the best one that I've ever had. They make a grunt tube called the True Talker, mm-hmm. and it's by far, by far the best grunt tube I have ever had. I mean, it, you know, Georgia where we hunt, you know, you, you you have opportunities at times to grunt a buck in. It doesn't work all the time in Nebraska and in Kansas. It's money, and and I've and I've always had you know an, an old grunt tube that I used, and and I got this one this year, and it's and it's um. First off, it's 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 plastic, so if you drop it or anything like that, it's a soft plastic. It's there's there's no noise. You can hang it on your stand. It's almost like rubber, isn't it? it? it rubber, thank rubber, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah rubber. Yeah. I'm sorry, and 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 so there's no noise involved. It clanking on your stand or anything like that. You know, right. I, I can I can actually wear it around my neck. Um, you know, when, when I'm when I'm bow hunting. So that I absolutely recommend. It. I mean, if you're gonna buy a grunt tube, it's it's well, money. And Larry's got one. The thing I like about it is it sounds realistic. Oh, it, dude, it's 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 the most realistic sounding grunt tube ever. That's one of the things I've noticed about grunt tubes. You know, when we were in Kentucky, and and of course hunting in Georgia, if you have the wrong tube and you grunt on that thing, it freaks them out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they'll come unglued and flip inside out. Yeah. And I noticed that in Kentucky, not this year, but last year. The tube I had was way too deep and loud. Yeah. And buddy, I hit that one time. Oh, yeah, it'll clear the woods. And this eight-point sure. just did yeah. a backflip getting out of there, and I was like, well, that that's garbage. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the other thing that, that that I've had a chance, and Jeff, um, you, you and I talked about this before the season, I've I've gotten so much into bow hunting. Mm-hmm. And and with, with bow hunting, with, you know, if you go look at my pile of stands in February before I go put them out into the woods – 
I would say 80% of them are climbers. Okay. Yeah. And then I've got lock-ons and, and then the, the ladder stands, obviously. But I have gotten to the point where if you're bow hunting, there's nothing like a lock-on stand. Nope. I mean, there's, it's just, it's just so much easier to hunt out of a lock-on. And, the deer and don't see it either. They, they don't. We, they don't, we well, talk about they don't it pay attention to it. It's really quiet. It, yeah, Kurt, getting in and out. I mean, you know, just like I, I told you last week, I've been, I've had a, a climber. And, and, and going through the woods, going up and down a tree, you know, when you're, and I'm getting into kind of the close to the bedding area. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm like, God, I'm making so much noise. Um, but that new millennium stand. M100. M100. The I, best. It's, it's, it's the best hang on stand that I have sat in bar none. Comfort. Comfort. No noise. Big. Easy well, to set yep, up. Easy to set up. You know, the Native Americans talked about creating a bubble and that part of a bubble when you went into the woods was being part of that environment and not intruding upon it and when you got a climber that's creaking and making noise yeah and i i use those summit bow hunter stands and they are quiet but they have a tendency every once in a while if you don't if you're not careful and and you don't take your time you can make some noise yeah and And you're intruding on that bubble and with with a hang on and you got shooting sticks Mm -hmm. if you're quiet and you got a good pair of rubber boots and you slip through those woods like kevin you talked about early part of the season clearing out the path going to the stand making sure you've clipped all the bushes and you've raked all the the sticks the dead sticks out of the way you can slip into a zone where the deer are without making any noise and intruding in that bubble and climb those hang-ons and it's it's quiet it's quiet. by the way that was very deep yeah. yeah, that was the very. Yeah, we went into I the bubble. About, well, I think about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I go into the woods, one of the first the bump, things I the do. Bubble. Did you get all that? I know. I, 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 you know, but but here you want to know something crazy is that Jeff was talking about a story two weeks ago that he he got into a stand and 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 he was like the first thing you said to me was, Kevin, I got in there so quiet, mm-hmm. the leaves were quiet, yep. and he said I, he said, man. This is this is good. You I, know? I had three deer bed within yeah. sixty yards. Yeah. See, that's money. Yeah. See, and and, and what is it, Larry? And if you would have been Jones, a climber, you couldn't have done that. What is it? No, no, no way. Yeah. The big bow hunter. What is his name? Larry B. Jones. Is that I, his name? I believe it is. He wrote an article or a book about about going into the woods and and slipping into that bubble and you know how the face paint descending. He he'd take native. Uh, grasses or, or sap from trees and, and wipe it on his clothes and on his equipment so that as he slipped through, he was less intrusive on particular wildlife in that area. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's interesting to note too, a lot of times when you're hunting, I mean, you can disturb owls, you can disturb, uh, cardinals, squirrels, squirrels, yeah. and you alert deer to the presence. It's so neat to watch a doe walk in. And her little radar is going a million miles a minute, especially a big old nanny doe, because her nose is working, her ears are turning 180 degrees in both directions, her eyes are looking around, and she's alert to every animal that's around her. Squirrels, cardinals, uh, those uh, warblers, uh, those bluebirds, (laughs) everything. Yeah. And if, buddy, if you've alerted them to your presence, a lot of times you're not going to get the shot. No, Mm -hmm. and along those lines, we talk about entering the bubble quietly. I hate big boots. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. Yep. You know, I'm talking about, know. you know, the 1,000 gram insulated boots. I do too. Right? Yeah. When, when I go to the woods, if, first of all, it's a, if it's hot, I, I'm a snake boot guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've had this conversation many times before. I like the, the, the rocky snake boots. I think they're great. But when it gets cooler and the snakes aren't out, my paranoia is not running rampant. 
I hate to wear big boots. I won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so what I like to wear is I wear Redback slip-ons. Okay. It's a boot company out of Australia. Mm-hmm. Redback spider it's named after whatever. It's actually the spider that the, the woman actually eats its mate after they do their thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of a freaky story anyway. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> wicked. when yeah. it gets cold, getting deep again. Yeah, it is. When yeah. it gets cold, I just put Get on. Life and, and Parker on. turned me on these red back boots, and you know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. that's all he ever wears. Mm-hmm. Right. These red back slip on boots, and they're about three quarters. They got the elastic, kind of like my George boots that I'm wearing right now. Right. But they come up a little higher, and they've got a real soft sole, so I, I feel like I can walk anywhere very quietly, almost like a moccasin. Mm-hmm. And but yeah. the problem is when it gets cold. They ain't, cold. they ain't got any insulation. It's right. Wool socks. You know, so I, I love to wear, you know, the, the merino wool type of socks, whether it be wigwam or wh- whatever. First yeah. light, baby. First light. For, I, I, fantastic I bought, I bought two socks. pairs. Air the, Force, of Air the, Force surplus wool, wool socks yeah, those, are the best. Those first lights, I'm telling you. But here's the, yeah, ki- go ahead. here's the kicker. Okay. Well, walking to and from the stand when it's, let's say, you know, it's down in the twenties or down in the thirties mm-hmm, and you're right. wearing these little slip ons. Once you get to the stand and your feet kind of get a little moist and you're sitting there and trying to be like a statue for three hours and it's 30 degrees out or, you know, 10 degrees, whatever. Old piggies start to get a little cold. Yeah. You know, and I don't like my piggies to get cold. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. So I got a, I got a gift idea and this is for myself. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Misty, if you're listening, this is what I want. Okay, Cabela's, because I, I've got a size 14 now, mm-hmm. okay? Size, yeah, folks, that's a big shoe. Size 14, and I've got a problem with a lot of these uh <laughs> you can put a sale on them companies that make shoes, and they'd only make them to 13. What the, what in the wide world sports is going on with that? There's people out there that don't have, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the typical shoe size. Like said, what in the wide, wide world of sports is of, going on here? There's a lot of guys out there that have Shaq O'Neal feet. Yeah. You know? So, so what do you want to warm your feet? What I want is Cabela's makes a thing called icebreaker insulated boot blanket over boots. Moon yeah. boots? No. Yeah, no. I know what you're talking about. They're like blankets. So you, you, you put them on your pack, you get in your yep. stand, you let everything calm down, you, you, your feet, you know, they, they start to dry a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just take your, your boot, in your foot and everything and stick them inside of these things. They're like big, giant, puffy. Yeah, they're moon boots. That's what they're called. I, I, yeah, but you I, can't I, walk in them. No, you're, I got a pair. Most people think of moon boots as yeah. being the, the, the. Hug boots. Like yeah. the hit yeah. surfers wear. I, yeah. Jeff, I have a pair. I got a pair. I, um, uh, 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 Kansas. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. And, and when I go to Indiana. Dude, yeah, I bet. It, are are they the best? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Your feet. I mean, it really, it's, it's ridiculous. Feet get hot, I bet. They do. They get hot. And they're light. I mean, they don't weigh. No, they're like, they weigh weigh nothing. It's like wearing a little, you know, carrying like a little fleece over a blanket. Yes. I mean, you, you could, you you could literally take your boots off almost and and, stick your feet in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I got a fever. (laughs) I got a fever. And I'm looking at them right now. The Cabela's online and, and they do come in my favorite color and that's mossy oak. And they're only fifty four ninety nine. Oh man! Ice that's what, that's breaker, yep. insulated boot blanket over boots, fifty four ninety nine at Cabell's. That's what I want mm-hmm. for Christmas. All right, we come back uh, some more gift ideas as we're in the holiday season, right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Logman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz.
after sweating it out all afternoon, I have finally accepted that no turkey of any kind lives within a mile of where I'm sitting. Time to pack it in. And just in time to get a text from Joe. He's wrapping it up, too, with tags filled. Ouch. But as I throw in the towel, it hits me. In just 30 minutes, I'll be back at camp. We'll all settle in, kick back, talk about the day, cheer our successes, and cheer our failures. Best thing is, we'll do it all with a spirit of friendship and fellowship. It's the fellowship of hunters everywhere. Safely home from the hunt. Without a doubt, this is the Hunt Life. Check out the online store at HuntLife.com for t-shirts, hats, bumper stickers, and more that show everyone you live the Hunt Life. And with so many items under $20, you'll find a few great Christmas gifts for all the hunters in your life. Visit the online store at HuntLife.com now. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage. Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jake's women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen. They want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. All right, so, well, you know, we're, we're during a break, and we're, we're discussing you know, everybody's gift ideas. And, Chris, uh, you've, you've got one heck of a gift idea, which is something that's on my list, and hopefully uh, the president of Hunt Life, Major Harding, and and uh, Ladson will uh, throw one my way. Go ahead. Yeah, long sleeve. Well, I, I said simply uh, anything and everything uh, in the entire Hunt Life store would be absolutely perfect to find under a Christmas tree. Well, and in, in, in sp- to get specific, I want the the new shirt, the Occupy the Woods. It's the official movement of hunters everywhere T-shirt. It's only fourteen ninety five. What, what color would you like? Shirt. Brown or black? Uh, I'd love to have it in uh, in tan. Tan, which we could be brown in long sleeve XXL. Long sleeve, double extra tall. 
Okay. Yeah, We're going to have to like hand knit that one. Yeah. So then hang your behind. Available only at your uh, Hunt Life online store. Go to HuntLife.com. Uh, Kevin made a good point about these uh, boot blanket thingies and that, you know, in the, in the south and then also in other parts of the country where we use a lot of climbers, if you have those thousand gram insulated boots and you're trying to climb a ladder or to use a climbing yeah. stand, mm-hmm. you can't do it with big moon boots. You, you can't. Yeah. Because I have a pair of 1400 Thinsulate boots mm-hmm. that, that, that I bought years ago yeah. and because I was tired of my feet getting cold, you know, and, and you simply, when it, if you put those boots on, you have to think, okay, where am I going to sit? Because you can't sit in one of those stands with those boots on. But with the moon boots, like you're talking about, you can wear your regular boots, get the stand, and they, like you said, Jeff, you just you just throw them over your shoulder. I yep. mean, and, and then when you get up there, you you slide your feet in them, and you're you're good to go. Yep. All right. Yep. So here here's yep. my uh, my next gift idea. Oh wait a minute, I got one. Okay, I got one. Well, you do that. I got one, and the only reason I thought about it is because uh, Larry Minyard and I processed some deer meat a couple of weeks your ago. Your Kentucky deer. Our Kentucky deer. By the and, way, how'd the uh, the bacon uh, ground venison oh, stuff big, turn big out? Big Bill, what do you think of the bacon burger? Huh? Yeah, big Bill is smiling. It right, must be left. good. I can't wait to try it's it. good stuff. The food saver products that they make out there that vacuum seals your meat, whether it's fish. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of fish. Hey, dude, vegetables, whatever. I mean, it's yeah, uh, yeah anything. Yeah. It's, it's the, and don't get the cheap one. You got to get the food saver V3880. It's about 170 bucks, 180, depending on where you buy it from. But that comes with all the, the plastic and everything, right? Everything. And I mean, it vacuum seals and out of five stars, it rates a 4.4. And let me tell you what, we sealed all our meat in it. It can stay in that stuff. Kevin, you've done it. Well, for I, a I, long time. I took it one step further, Jeff. And seriously, <laughs> for Christmas last year, mm-hmm. you know what I bought, Carrie? What? A grinder. Ah. One horsepower grinder. That's money right there. And, I agree and, with you. That's money. And, and let me tell you something. We have the food saver and, and, and don't, and, and the same thing on the grinder. It, this grinder is about 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a restaurant quality. It's, it's a restaurant quality. You yeah. drop, you drop a piece of meat in there and it comes out. It's not, you ain't got to push it. Yeah. Or, I mean, this is a real meat grinder and you can do all your own sausages. You can do all your own hamburger. You can do, you can buy a cuber, do all your own cube steaks. We do everything ourselves now and, and man, well, it, the meat's got to be so much better. Dude, too. it's, it's fantastic. If, we, if we, I had to have two, two items to process deer meat. That's mm-hmm. what you need. And, and turkey. Uh, gr- well, th- three. Right. A grinder. Mm-hmm. A cuber. And a vacuum sealer. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's exactly what we have. Yep. And, and the and, neat thing about a vacuum sealer is after you've processed that, that quality product, whether it's turkey, fish, chicken, uh, venison, beef, is that you can seal it with this thing and it prevents freezer burn. The worst thing is to go to all the trouble or shrimp, you know, <laughs> or shrimp is fantastic, oh, yeah. you know, and, and when you get done, you put it in this thing, you put it in your freezer and you get ready to eat it. It's not freezer burn. I hate. Uh, you know, and I know some of these processors, they get so backed up, they, they can't, you know, they can't do it all, but they put it in that butcher meat. And, I, and, you know, that, that does, that does work, but a food saver just makes it so much better and really prevents freezer burning. What's really neat too is if you do get it processed, you can still take that butcher meat product mm-hmm. and put it in these packages and seal it and it draws all the air out of it and then hot seals it. It just lasts so much longer. Yeah. I mean, fish is incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, man, you could take those fillets, yep. you know, after a year, 
and and they're they're beautiful. Yep. You know, I mean, there's you know you because we we always did it the old fashioned way, which was you take a one gallon Ziploc bag, you throw your fillets in there, you put some water in there, and you freeze it. Yep. You know, and and after a while, no matter what, you know, it it it, it gets kind of icky. Um, but with the food saver, you yep. don't have to worry about that at all. Last like a champ. All right, mm-hmm. so so I got I got another gift idea. Okay. All right, fire away. Years ago, my good friend Mr. Bill Ottmeyer, right, uh, Mr. Big, Bill, Mr. Bill. Uh, gave me a Christmas gift that I use to this day, and I've had it now for about 15 years, and it never leaves my truck. It's a, uh, and right now is the perfect time to get them because right now at, at your Lowe's and Home Depots, they've got all these Christmas gift packages kind of along the lines of what I'm getting at. When you, around this time of year, they put together a tool suitcase that's got Screwdrivers, crescent wrench, ratchet set, uh, open-ended wrenches, a driver that's got every kind of, whether it be a star, uh, flat blade, Phillips head, yep. uh, the square kind, you know, and it's all in one pack. How many times have you been somewhere and you go, you know what? I wish I had this tool. I need yeah. one of those, yeah. You, you know what else I got? And, and, and I don't know if you guys, and, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. It's, I think it's called a duha. What's a duha? It's, it's an actual, um, compartment that you slide underneath the back seat of your truck. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 you got a gun holder. Um, you can put, I, I mean, I've got like my, my little compressor, my, uh, um, uh, it, 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 all your tools, everything. And it goes, and, and, and it, it goes it, under the extended cab seat of a pickup. Uh, under this, it's okay. called, it's called a duha. I'll show called it to you after the show. And, and, and you could put your guns and everything in there. And, and then also all of your tools and everything. So nothing's on the seat. You get them out of the way. So you don't need to have a toolbox. You don't need to have a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah it's, it, a, it's a great and, idea for and, people. And, and here's, here's one for the hunter that thinks he has everything that likes to hunt a lot. And, and Captain Larry Manor's probably going to call him with the story, but I went hunting with Larry this week for a couple of days and I like going back in that swamp. And I have a tendency to, if I don't see anything, I pick that stand up, I move it, move it, move it. So I can get back there real deep. Well, when we were up there the other day, I, I was hunting with Larry, and we didn't see anything, so we got out and scouted around a little bit. And he said, you need to move your stand over about a hair to the left. And I so I said, well, why? And he goes, you'll see if you just go in there. There's a, there's a rub in there. So I, I went and looked, and I was like, dang, I was 50 yards off. I just need to move it further in there. So I moved it in there further in there. And I thought I had turned around when I got done and flagged my way out. Well, I did not. And went and hunted it that afternoon. Went way back in there and sat in there with my bow and kept thinking, yeah, this is awesome. I can see, I can see where the turkeys have been feeding and I can see the rub and thinking I'm going to see something. And I, and I like sitting until I can't see. I mean, that's the idea. You know, you're allowed to hunt till the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Sun went down. I climbed down out of the tree and dropped my stuff on the ground and got all ready and got ready to hike out and turn my flashlight on, scanned around. I was like, uh oh, which way do I go? Which way do I go? So I pulled my compass out and I thought, I know where the river is. I know where I'm at, but I can't find, and I walked about 20 yards and I couldn't find any bright eyes. And I thought, oh man, I don't want to have to walk through all that tie tie. Kevin, you've been in that swamp. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you've been in that swamp. Well, and let, let, let's tell everybody what bright eyes are. Bright eyes are a reflective thumbtack. That's right. When you Dude. hit them with a flashlight, they light up. You better have them. Those are the best. They light they, up. Is that what you're talking about? Bright GPS, eyes? Yes. No. 
You need a GPS. <laughs> a little handheld GPS. I had to GPS. call Captain Larry yeah. and say, Larry, I'm down here in the swamp. And he goes, well, don't move because you'll get make it worse. And he said, I'll come back in there. And, of course, he came back in there, and he did the whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I came yep. in. And, and you got your way out. Oh, I got scolded. More gift ideas coming up on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show right after this. As a hunter, we all know that perfect morning. You wake up early before the sun, you have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back, praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com. Because Hunt Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Now we're talking Christmas gift gift ideas here with the three of us. And uh, Kevin, you've brought up something that goes under the back seat of a truck, and, and I'm sure they make them for extended cab and they make uh, them for everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. everything. And they're called a duha. How do you spell that? It's a du. H A. Well, D U dash H A. Yeah, do ha under seat truck storage. Okay, that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, and, and, and it's neat because it, you, we were talking during the break. It doesn't slide out. Right. You just lift your seat up. Yeah, exactly. Because, because of my truck right now, I, I throw everything under the seat and it ends up coming out and get the floorboard. Yeah, it gets everywhere. Or, yeah, or, me too. Or, you know, on the back. And like I said, mine actually has little gun racks in it. Uh huh. So so you know anything with my scopes and my shotguns, whatever, I, I can I can. Put put my guns in there and close the seat, and they're protected. What's the cost there, Kirk? The Duha, hundred and seventy nine bucks. One seventy nine, and I would have to imagine it probably price point uh, varies a little bit based on crew cab, extended cab, right, and it's, such. It's they're actually custom built for each individual truck. It's it's Duha Bins B I N S dot com. Duha D U dash H A. No, no, just D U H A B I N S. Okay, B I N S. Duha Bins. Duha Bins dot com. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, for the kids. Kids. Uh, uh, Chris had a had a good idea. Yep. 
Uh, of course, there's a million things out there, to, Toys R Us and all those places. I mean, there's a million gift ideas. Uh, but the uh, the Big Game Hunter, well, there's a lot of adults that like to play that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cavallo's Big Game Hunter, Dylan's had that for a number of years, and, man, he wore it out for a couple of years. When it comes with the little, you know, the gun where you can move it and stuff, that's, that's a lot of fun for growing the outdoors. But, all right, real quick, from a fishing standpoint, what's the must-have fishing item that you guys have that everybody else should have uh, a boga grip is is just one of the you know it is is a, is a great boga grip is a fish weighing uh tool yeah yep. fish weighing tool that you and, and, and you can handle the fish you and, know and good stocking stuffers would yeah. be like a set of baker hookouts mm-hmm. oh the yeah long handle hookouts stainless, stainless steel, steel. Hookouts. Yeah. Stainless steel ones yeah, they're if, invaluable i yeah. can't tell you how many times i use one if they're on not trip. stainless steel throw them away throw them away and don't buy them yep. yeah yeah and and the other thing jeff that every every fisherman wears now everyone has is a good set of pliers yeah yep. because and, and 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 those have really come down in price mm-hmm. where I mean, literally, you know, five, six years ago, a good set of pliers was 300 bucks. What's the company yeah. that makes those pliers that have the foam handles and they float? And, and I'm not big on those. You're not? No. Okay. I, I, they I, break. I, yeah, they break. And they don't, okay. they don't we're, really, we're they're, they're not as effective. No, they're not. They're, get, get, give me a brand name. Uh, a pair of fishing pliers. God, I, I've got a pair I've been wearing for, the me, thing me, is, me too. I've got a pair go out, that I've had forever. If you go out and buy them, and it actually, it was Brian who was the one that, uh, you know, turned but, me on. Uh, yeah. Brian Dufek? Yeah. It turned me on to him. He said, Kirk, if you're going to buy them, buy the cast aluminum, aircraft right. aluminum. Right. He said, you're going to pay a hundred aluminum fishing pliers. You're going to pay $120 yeah. for a good pair of them, but they'll last forever. And he's right. I bought them from when, when he was working at Strike Zone from Dufek. Right. Real, real, real quick. On, They're on top, seven years old. On top of that note, make sure that the blades are replaceable. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because if the blades aren't replaceable. You're talking the cutting blades. The cutting blades. Yeah. The yeah. They got a little yeah. Allen screw there. You unscrew them. Yeah. Drop the blades, put a new set in there, and screw them back in, and bang, you yep. cut wire and anything. Yep. All right, wire, monofilament, uh, braid, whatever. You name it? Yep. yep. All right, some gift ideas from the boys here at the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. We'll talk to everybody next week, same time, same place. Mm-hmm. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.